everyone. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Tales from the Tavern. Tales from a Tavern is a live stream broadcast every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. All of our conversation topics come from our chat, so we never really know what to expect when we go live. Grab your favorite beverage and sit back and relax and enjoy this week's Tales from the Tavern. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another week of Tales from the Tavern, week 30, season finale. We're going to take two weeks off after this one, so uh, I'm super excited to be here with a very fun group of guests who I am going to uh, let them introduce themselves in just a minute. Um... But uh, I'm really happy that you all are here. Um, like I said, we're going to take the next two weeks off. And when we come back in two weeks, we are doing it with a vengeance. Because two weeks from now, and I'll remind you about all this later, two weeks from now is our uh, Extra Life Charity Weekend stream uh, extravaganza. I don't know. There's probably some other words I can throw in there. Um, I am not muted. Yay me. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yes, we will be we will be coming back. Paradise RPG coming in with the raid. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I all the cool people are here. So I'm just going to go around and let everybody introduce themselves. Uh, bees, we're going to start with you. Or not, you know, whatever. Pass. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> what is up, everybody? I am Big Bees, a variety streamer, TTRPG enthusiast, a voice actor, and uh, of the wee baby Seamus in regards to uh, speedrunning. I'm trying. I'm getting into it. Um, speedrunning Mega Man X and. Nice. My hands hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he does hard, dude. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, ah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Ah, like I feel like I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, uh, I'm literally uh, sitting here going like this right now because I'm so wound yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like doing like like I'm messing. My hands are like doing so much. Uh, like outside of the camera, it's like I'm just throwing up like Naruto. <laughs> you know, crazy jutsu right now. I'm like, ah. if you summon a shadow clone, I will be yeah. thrown away. <laughs> oh gosh, Staghorn David from Good Better Quest just said, "Do the macarena with him." Yeah. Oh, I'm, I can do that the whole. Wait, I think. Yeah. There you go. Hey, Macarena. Uh, Is this when I started taking off my clothes, Luna? Oh, yeah. Boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you can tell it's already gone way off the rails. Uh, Bees, I'm super glad that you're here. Bees has not been available on Sundays for quite a while, but uh, I happened to message him the other day, and I went, hey, are you free on Sunday by any chance? And he was like, actually, I am. And I was like, great, because now you're booked. So... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Christian, let's get get some info on who you are. <laughs> Hello, I am uh, Christian Spinella. I am one of the people uh, that make From Afar podcast. I play Kippa on the show. I also edit our sound design, um, do a bunch of other stuff. I rock climb. I take photos. Uh, hang out with Goofy a lot. Pocket uh, <laughs> accents sometimes. Uh, that's a, <laughs> eh, it's about all you need to know about me. 
I like the I like the sudden slip into the accent. So <laughs> that's good. Uh, and speaking of Goofy, we'll head over to you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Goodval Maxson. I am the other quarter of From Afar podcast that's appearing here tonight. Uh, I just play Seacart Nozigar uh, on From Afar podcast. I also am working on launching our Twitch, but that's neither here nor there. It's not a thing yet. Uh, other than that, I'm a big nerd who collects board games and TTRPGs, and I like bartending and making cocktails for people. That's about it. Oh, and I hang out with Christian a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I moved back across the country 50% just to hang out with him. The other 50 was like, eh, want to be around my family and stuff. Well, but now you, now Christian. that you know that you're back there, the other 25% can be, part of that 50% can be 25% to hang out with bees. Right. No, yeah. Right. We just learned that Bees lives in Central Florida with us. Yeah. <laughs> We're occupying the same area. We've We're discovered all in the same house right now. <laughs> we discovered that within this stream we have only two Usually we're like really good. Like we've got somebody from Canada and someone from the UK and someone from like Mexico and whatever. And tonight, nope, we just did Florida and New England. That's it. That's all yeah. you get. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and speaking of my fellow New Englanders, Aaron, we're going to go over to you next. <laughs> oh, well, hi, everybody. My name is Aaron Littlefield. I am a, uh, a I am a. TTRPG enthusiast and have been for a very long time. I am I not a I I don't create any content, but boy boy do I boost the hell out of content uh, on Twitter and I, anytime I see somebody posting something about a new project that they're doing, I'm right there retweeting it and sending it out to the world, just trying to just trying to boost people up and you know give people the You're a the good uh, person. give people give right. thank you give people give people the uh, you know the 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 um, attention that they deserve. Um, I I currently play in two different D and D games, non-streaming, and I DM a game for preteens. Uh, oh, hell for, yeah! And, and they are it's and 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 not only is it for preteens, but it is preteens who have never played the game before. So it is That's it awesome. is an it is introduction to not only tabletop role playing but also but D&D specifically and it is wonderful to see these kids try and work their way through the things that I toss toss at them and it is it's it's just wonderful it's absolutely wonderful and i'm also a member of a improv comedy troupe uh, off-brand improv. We uh, we have unfortunately have been sidelined due to the uh, the pandemic but fingers crossed we're going to be back up and running sometime soon so Awesome. Hell yeah, I love that. I love nice. it. I lo improv yep. comedy is one of my favorite things ever. So, <laughs> I mean, it certainly helps with DMing, that's for sure. I bet. Right? I bet. <laughs> it, it helps with every facet of Dungeons yeah. & Dragons possible. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I will get back to that in a minute because I want to shout out a group that's local to this area. And mm. Kyle, and you probably know who they are. But uh, probably. Let's, let's hear from you. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, but first, I have a quick question for Aaron. So, Aaron, you say yes. these D&D games you play are not streaming games. So Correct. So they're, they're podcasts, right? <laughs> no, they're not that either. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. There what are games that aren't streamed or podcasts? It's I didn't a, know this was a... It's amazing. Blasphemy. <laughs> anyway. Hi, everybody. I'm... <laughs> I am Kyellen. Um... 
I am one third of Tumble Die Games, and we're a game development company. And I have also recently started making music for tabletop RPGs. I'm currently releasing one song every week for free. And when I make when I say free, I mean both zero cost and zero royalty. So, if you have a podcast or a live stream or something that you'd like to feature them on, well, they're there for you. Just let me know. You can follow me at Kyle. Uh, oh no, Luna. There's a typo in my name. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> we'll fix it. No. If you want to uh, okay. message it into the group chat. Um, sure, for the sure. second E is an A. Yep, the second E is an A. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll fix it. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've, I've been making music. In fact, the music that you heard uh, when it started up is actually mine. Those are some unreleased tracks by my fictional five-piece band of bards. <laughs> Um, because you know how everybody always says we should play D and D as a rock band. Well, I'm making that group, and they have real music. So that's awesome. That is yeah. that kicks so much ass right there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna need you to tag me in anything you put on Twitter, so I can just shove that out to the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Got> Absolutely. <it. laughs> uh, yes. I love it. Um, yes. Uh, so everything, all the music that you heard during our starting soon screen uh, was all done by Kyellen. Um, the titles of the tracks were right on the screen. If you weren't here or you missed it or you forgot what the names of them were, they'll be back again on our BRB screen when we go to take a break. So you can check them out then. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely awesome stuff. I know that your work has been featured in uh, the Lawful Great Adventures podcast because I am, a, yep. as uh, we are both very very avid listeners as we have found on twitter um we are yes. um and in fact tale of the manticore also yes. had one of my tracks in it recently which was also very cool so yeah here's a shout out to john because he's running a great thing there yes so. yeah his awesome. stuff is really cool he's he's been on tales before too actually i should, I should yes. get it back with me him. in fact was it that's where you? i met him that's was right. on that's where i actually like talked oh, to yeah. him was on here mm-hmm. so bringing people together it's what yes. we do it's what that's we awesome. do that's awesome i love it I, I'm the one that edits like music and stuff into our show, so I'll be checking nice. your stuff out. There you or go. Uh, do. Dude, I was perusing some of his stuff earlier today. Yeah. And it's it's good. <laughs> it's, it's really Thank good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, yeah. I was listening to it while oh, yeah. playing Darkest Dungeon and getting very angry, but the the soothing ambiance of the Poseidon <laughs> track really helps oh. calm me down. Ooh, Excellent. Yeah, that's a nice that's a nice chill one. Yeah. I know I I so I actually full disclosure I uh, I am one of uh, Kyle's supporters on Patreon and the Thank one that you. the one that he released right afterwards he was like this one's for you and it was like this super lo-fi like really chill I was like oh yeah this is right up my alley Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, awesome. Well, for those of you who are in chat, if you've never been here before, basically the way that this stream works is all of our questions come from you. So, uh, so feel free to just drop your questions right into chat. I will, uh, I will see them and I will make sure that, uh, we can, um, get them answered by your group. We also have in our, um, in our channel point redemptions, one of the things that we have in there is a, um, uh, ask my question next. So for a thousand channel points, you can have your question bumped up to the next one in the queue. So uh, if you were like, oh my gosh, there's a super long line of questions and I want to ask one, um, then uh, then 
go ahead and use that. There are three of those available every night. So uh, we have a couple of questions that have already come in. So we're going to dive right into those. The first one that we have is from Zeal Zaddy. And the question hey, Zeal Yeah. The question Damn, is, Zaddy. do you at this point as a DM or GM still run for non-family RPG newbies? Well, I mean, uh, I'll go back to the the kids that I that I DM for. Not a single one of them is a family member. I it's I I I've, I know two of them personally because I know their parents. But other than that, they are all kids who are who I've I've never met before, and they've all just they all just kind of came in as as well. What's Dungeons and Dragons? And I mean, and they oh, and their parents. What a beautiful question. It's, right? it is it is yeah. it's a wonder and as a matter of fact the very first thing I did with them was uh there was I think there was three of them that really just had the questions about it so I just started off by with a zoom meeting with the three of them and I just said ask me your questions and I just and I just presented information to them as as they asked I I tried to give them as a you know I tried to give them answers that would allow them to ask more questions and and get i mean giving them detail but opening up the the table for more discussion with it and as i talked to them about it i could see the you know that excitement in their faces and see like wait a minute you mean i get to tell my story i get to i get to do more than just push a button or i mean i can i can walk all the way there and not hit an invisible wall and it's like you can do you can do that you can do that 300 times if you want you know i'm not going to stop you you go and do whatever you i mean it it's really and just to see that that um that's that that dawning of knowledge in them about it is really is really fascinating so yes i i i love dming for a group of newbies like this i really do i can't say that i do at this point in time and it's not that i wouldn't um there just aren't very many local newbies to, to Dungeons and Dragons around me. Um, I do run a, a game outside of From Afar podcast, but my sister's in it, so it doesn't count as <laughs> as a non-family member newbie. It was the essence of it was though uh, at the start that it was a bunch of people who all were interested in Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, they'd heard of it or heard me talk about it and they were just like i want to give that a shot and it was a bunch of my friends and as well as my sister who i love very much and i'm very close to uh and um we went through like the starter set you know nice casual time lost minds of fan over any nothing too crazy <laughs> and then next thing i know they were like can we do another one and i was like well all right we did a one shot out of one of the many I think it was the the Tales from the Yawning Portal one shot, and then uh, and then they were like, "Can we do more?" And like now we're doing Descent into Avernus. So it was, Oof. it's not like a game for newbies anymore because it's been like over right. a year now. But uh, that's I like I love running. I I love the fact that I get to be a player on From Afar podcast. But most of my TTRPG career has been GMing and DMing, and it I absolutely adore doing it. There's a sweet thing of just being able to show a new person this awesome hobby or show a veteran player, give them a stage to really shine on. So I'd be super down if anybody wants to try a new game. <laughs> <laughs> Related question before I answer. 
Um, when you played Fandelver, did your team adopt the goblin? They did not. They were okay. cold-blooded. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. It seems to be about 50-50, so that's it's why I, I've been like collecting data. <laughs> I've run Lost Minds of Fandelver, I think, five times, and I think it's 2-3 split of murder really? or adopt. Yep, okay. That sounds about right. Um, <laughs> I... I have in the past and will again i'm sure run for newbies um much like i'm sure most of these guys here most of my experience has been as a dungeon master i am the forever dm Uh, so most recently i had a friend one of my regular group his roommate who's like 50 and had never played dungeons and dragons before was curious so he joined us for a few sessions and that was really neat um, unfortunately, his schedule got in the way and he wasn't able to play for long, but it was super cool to have a complete newbie on board. Mm. Um, Always we actually had, pressure. yeah, and we had actually jumped to Planescape for Ooh. that. So, um, to, to see him so happily pick up the ability to play a mind flayer right off the bat was just <laughs> mind blowing. It was super cool. So I look forward to my next opportunity. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I love starting campaigns with new groups and stuff. Uh, Unfortunately, as is the curse with TTRPGs, there's a lot more starts than there are finishes. Yeah. I love making. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's the truth. Um, (laughs) I'm not... uh... I'm not I'm not cursed with the forever DM like you guys. Yeah, um, I'm actually the the opposite for the most part. Uh, I've been a player, thankfully. All right. Um, but I have I have DM'd, which let me tell you, I'm so glad that I've DM'd and I'm not like any any of you guys out there who are players who have never DM'd DM a game, DM a game. I don't care what it is. If you just go up to Candy Mountain with Charlie, I don't care. <laughs> just DM a game. Because, yeah. <laughs> because you you don't fully understand that other side of the table until you do. And my God, if it's something just like a quick two-hour session that you guys are just going to go and punch a goblin in the nuts and go home, if that's it, there's so much that you have to like put into it before deal with during and then like you're worried making sure everybody's happy with it and all that stuff so yeah please please dm if you can just so you understand all that um but like i said i i i've been lucky to just you know i'm not stuck in the forever dm curse Mm. um i've been a player for a while now i haven't dm'd in a long time which i wanted to get back into dming so i'm writing a one shot to do so um now would i do would i do a game for newbies one thousand percent that's actually with the one shot i'm doing i'm planning on snatching some people that aren't in the ttrpg community and be like hey you want some of this free Pokemon candy? Come look. And play. <laughs> so, yeah, hundred percent. That's awesome. I got. Yeah. I got to agree with you. If you're a player and you haven't DM before, absolutely do it. I, I have to. I have to absolutely say because you're because you're right. You don't know what happens on the other side of that screen. You know, you really don't understand it. But when you do, 
it makes the experience of being a player, I think, a lot a lot more fun. Yeah, you know? a lot more fun, and you can empathize as well. With, like, yeah. if they're struggling or having a hard time, it's like, hey, it's okay. Like, yeah, take your time. Like, everything's gonna be all right. Like, you're gonna yeah. be fine. Uh, also, absolutely. to, to yeah. add on to it, I think sometimes when you have somebody who's been a player for a very long time hopping into the DM seat, it's very you get this rare moment to see this unique take that they're gonna put on what yes. it's like to run a game. I mean, a mm. prime example, not to shout out my boy, but Christian had been a player with me countless times and I, I had to have been four or five years till you did uh till you did your one shot yeah and he like dove in created this incredible world this city that like was on the side of a mountain and had, he had all these intricacies and stuff planned out that were just like cool to experience and it ended up being like one of my most enjoyable one shots i've played in and it's like we wouldn't have gotten that if, if Christian hadn't stepped up to the plate to DM a one shot. And well, so I awesome. think like when a player finally does step into that DM seat, they're nine times out of 10 going to have just a real unique time because it's going to be, they're going to DM differently than they've been DM'd. I feel like it's right. never going to be the same. Yeah. I, I found it to be very, very fun and freeing just because I enjoy like, Playing a character has its own, like, merits and, uh, it, you know, just being able to, like, really dive in on one person and understand them is exciting. But then when you realize as a DM, you're like, oh, I get to come up, I get to do so many different voices. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, they just want to, like, stop a passerby. It's like, I just get to make someone right now. Like, right. It, it's really exciting. But it is. It's a lot. Like, it's... It, I remember that one shot that I ran for them. It was like on my birthday and I wanted to do it for my birthday. So it was really just a fun, like kind of celebration thing. And I drank like six beers or something like that. And at the end of it, I was like, real, I am stone cold sober. I was like, (laughs) keeps you sober. It really, like you're just, your brain is just pumping so much freaking the alcohol is trying to get in and your brain's like, no, not right now. (laughs) Too busy. Too busy. I've got things to do, alcohol. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Not today. I have, I've DM'd twice in my life, uh, both well before I got into, like, the TTRPG scene on Twitch or Twitter or anything like that. Um, so uh, my suggestion would be for anybody who is getting into it for the first time, like, having been a player and wants to get into it for the first time, or even just getting into it in general... Um, find a group that you feel comfortable making mistakes with because if you're not comfortable with that, then you're not going to, like, I don't think you can put your all into it because you're going to try to play it safe. And that's not what anybody at the table wants. (laughs) So... Um, I was lucky the first time I DM'd. I had a great group of people. Um, We were using, actually, we were playing the Dragon Age system. And uh, so it was nice because I knew the lore. I knew all of that stuff already from having been obsessed with the games for quite a while. (laughs) Uh, So I didn't need to learn all of that stuff on top of it. It was just the mechanics of the game. And that helped too. But uh, the second time I DM'd, I was with a slightly less supportive group. And I didn't know the mechanics probably as well as I should have or could have. Um, for how long I'd been playing the game at that point. And it was 
it was frustrating for me and I could tell it was frustrating for them too because I was like, uh, 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 you know, they would do something and I would not know how to respond to that. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it'd be comfortable with the group that you're in, I guess is what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. 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 And like that, that's not always like the easiest thing to find. Yeah. And like, True. I, you know, there's, there's like TTRPG horror stories and stuff. Oh, and I gosh. like whenever I see them, I'm just like, oh, oh, you sweet angel! Can yeah. I run a game for you? I know, yeah. right? I know, you feel right? so bad. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. I, I no. made that mistake of going down the Reddit uh, rabbit oh, no. hole. Oh yes. no! Yes. And oh yes! Oh, horror stories. At first, it, it literally went like this. <clears throat> oh, what's this? Oh, okay. Five minutes later. Oh. Thirty <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours later, <laughs> you, you, another you, hour later, you feel dirty. You feel dirty reading something. Yeah. Seriously, like, yeah. how could you run a game like that? Yeah, <sighs> yeah. But Luna, don't feel bad about not knowing like the rules very well. Uh, when I first started playing Fifth Edition, because I'd played three point five and mm-hmm. a couple other games. Yeah, but um, it'd been it'd been a few years since I'd touched a TTRPG. And when I first ran 5th edition, I literally, we like opened up the starter set and I just started going. I didn't know <laughs> anything about the rules. And then they were like, yeah. I attack. And I was like, uh, roll a D12. Like that to me was one of those, <laughs> it's a memory that sits in my brain rent free because <laughs> I was like, why did you make them roll a D12? You know, a D20 no. is like the iconic thing. Why are you, why did you say that? Why did you do that? <laughs> My issue is uh, is everything reminds me of a song lyric. Everything. Like, it's literally, like, the one thing that probably drives people nuts when they're at the table with me. And so um, there was, a, you guys may know it, but there was a parody of the song Like a G6 that was made only it's called like uh roll a d6 and so i love that right i I don't know (laughs) this but i want it uh i'm pretty sure if you just look it up on youtube you can find it pretty easily and um and uh so every time somebody is like okay what do i roll and i'm like roll a d6 roll a d6 no don't actually roll a d6 that's not what you need that's not what you need to roll (laughs) yeah I love it. I know. It cracks me up. <laughs> Stackward's so singing I, it in I, chat, I, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm one of those, I don't know whether it's lucky or unfortunate people, that I'm 36 years old and I have 30 years playing these games. Um, and that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> um, but my Pathfinder group, we still hit times where we're like, how does this work? I, I don't know. We're going to have to go look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you nobody so remembers, hard. Nobody remembers the grappling rules. And when no! somebody says, I want to start a grapple, like, we have to go look it up. Are you using oh. first edition? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that because that's what I play, too, on Wednesdays. And mm-hmm. and as a joke, our group actually made up a grapple flow chart. <laughs> and it's literally like it was done in, like, MS Paint. And it's like, do you want to grapple? Yes, no. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yes, you need it's like it. in really tiny print. No is, like, huge. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> don't grapple. What is don't, it? Just don't. Um, don't. From don't. afar, we literally, I think... Every single time that we have tried to shove, 
we stop mm -hmm. and we're like, how does shove work again? How and does we're this like, yeah. I think it works like this. And yeah. like, and then, we'll, yeah. we'll try to like ignore it and like keep moving. And invariably one of us, whether it's me, Andy, David, or Christian will be like, hold on. I, I'm looking it up. Okay, <laughs> shove can replace an attack. It's a special attack. <laughs> Every single That's time. That's it. Every time. Every time. For me, it's for me, it's the jumping rules. I never, oh, yeah. I could oh, never, never remember the jumping rules. It's like, how oh. many feet can I jump? How much do I have to be? How much room do I need to jump? Wait a minute. Right. And then you have to if go back and run jump. ten oh, feet. God. Then it's three yep. times. Like and then it's three times. But then if you're, but then if you have a special feat, you can go more. And if you're a monk, you right. can ignore all that. And but then if it's, it's a just... straight up jump. Then it's just it, whatever. <laughs> Right, it's like, oh my god. Yes, yes, but exactly. Also, jumping in D&D, they are super fucking heroes. Oh yeah, god, they yeah. are. Seriously. Also, like, holding your breath is like, what? Oh, yeah. Like, hold it for in ten minutes? What? You, you have a minute plus your con modifier, so if you have plus five con mod, you can mm -hmm. hold your breath for six minutes. Exactly, That's oh yeah. That's ridiculous. That's a long time. Uh, see, yeah. hey, this is why I just play a lizard man and I can just hold my breath for 15 minutes. I don't have to calculate anything. It's just like, no, nope, I'm holding my breath. 15 minutes, I'm done. There you go. <laughs> 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 I love uh, it. Amazing. I would just cheat as a lizard man then. I would just, every battle we get into, I'm like, I'm going to drag him underwater. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're in oh, the I mean, middle of a desert. Stare at him underwater like Yep, here we go. I got gotcha. you. Wait. That's a valid Please, you might have just come up with a great, like, you take a magic caster that can summon, create water, mm -hmm. and then you just, oh my like, God, yes. pull it and create water and just <laughs> hold them. Create water, lizard man, grab. They're like, Amazing. oh, it's a wizard. What's he going to do? Well, guess what? <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Watery sphere. Yeah. Get the watery sphere and you yes. just and just surround the just surround the lizard man while he's choking out just holding somebody in the water. There we go. Brilliant. Hey, okay, so I'm gonna let you guys know anybody plays a game with me and you guys choose some kind of lizard person, I will drown you anytime someone's near you because I know you will survive it. So I'm just letting you know right now. Good to know. Got it. I'm on board. You're in a dungeon in the mountains. Yeah. And what's this? A flood. Yeah. <laughs> Underground lakes and rivers. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love it. Note to self: If I ever ever decide to DM a game that bees plays in, make it in the middle of the desert. Pirates <laughs> <laughs> uh, are boarding your airship. There's a flood. Bees, bees you're <laughs> muted. You just muted yourself, bees. Nope. No, still, no, still, still muted. You're still muted. <laughs> oh it's no. In on Discord. You're muted on Discord. There you there go. Is. It's okay. I'm a professional, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, We're all doing this for years. Right. Uh, I'm sitting here I because I'm used to like clicking on Discord to mute and unmute myself. So I was like, oh, let me just set up my stream deck to do it so I can be a fancy boy. So I set it up. And then I muted and then muted myself on Discord. So I'm like <laughs> slamming on the button like, hello, hello. <laughs> and then you guys are like, you're muted on Discord. And I'm like, oh, I knew that. Oh, I, knew that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if you will agree with the comedy of this, but if you have a stream deck, one thing you should absolutely program is that when you push a button, it just zooms in on your face like this. <laughs> and it's just for like a second. 
Oh, bees is gonna use do it. Use it so often for nothing. Yeah. Just for n no, anyone just like making an appropriate joke, or I'm playing a Dota and I die, and I'm just like, <laughs> zoom in. <laughs> it's my no, favorite no. Should bit. I do it for every button, or should I just have a specific button? Like I change a screen and it just boom for a second yeah, and he goes back. I play it now. Boom. Every, every scene I have in Streamlabs has a corresponding zoom scene <laughs> and oh, a nice. button to push to it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need to get with you after this so we can you can you can teach me the ways because. Yeah, I barely. It working. took me three hours of crying to learn how to do shouting out on this thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! All right, let's oh, move yeah. on to the next question that we have. Uh, we got one from. I know we were. We've only been on one question. One question. That's <laughs> yeah, that's been one question so far. Wow. Uh, let's see. Jim the Dim would like to know voice acting or voice modulator. Oi, laddie. It's going to be the voice acting. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> You're like proper bastard you are. <laughs> I prefer to do all of my voices with just the accent. <laughs> it's far more interesting that way. Honestly, a mix of both. Because well, I've been in You something... have the opportunity to show us both right now, brother. Well, I, I can do whichever accent you want. What accent do <laughs> you hear? No, but I'm saying you can combine both right now. Ah, this is the no point. Voice <laughs> modulation and accent at the same time? Ooh. Ooh, wow, this is very nice. <laughs> Christian That's just became enough. a guy named Boris standing in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love to do accents, but I have like one. I don't know, dude. I've heard your voice real. It's pretty good. You do, There's you do some accents. Good accents. Those are just different voices. Which is so an I accent. will do different voices, but not accents. Accents, no. I mean, I can do kind of a Russian accent. I can do kind of an African accent. And then it's just after that, it's me attempting to do everything else horribly and failing. <laughs> that's that's really it from there. So I will do voices, voices all day, every day, as long as I can get a voice out there. Sure, I'll come at you however I want. It's fine, but well, I, a different no, accent, not just a different voice. Get yeah, oh god, that's I like can't the old minor like. Oh yeah. Of... Oh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Blew off four of my toes. It's all right. Mm. <laughs> Bees. That was. It, if it makes you go. feel any better, I, I'm a big nerd in everything I do. Whether it's bartending, boarding, anything I do, I like to like consume it. And I love accents. It is my favorite form of comedy. I, get I will like... literally listen to like while I'm driving hours of different accents, like whatever one I'm trying That's to focus on. I'll listen to hours that of like German idea. accents. I'll listen to hours of Russian accents. I I dive in and it, it really helps like as you're hearing it to just recreate the accent. And then, I don't know, one day I just started being able to do them. So you can do it too, Bubba. I heard I have, that voice yeah, real. Have, That's a good voice. I have real. so much, I have so much to learn from you, Senpai. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, one of the best resources for, for accents is, um, I just remembered it. It's the, it's IDEA, the International Dialects of English Archive. Yes. It's on, it's online. Yep. It is a fantastic resource. There is, there is so many, it, it, they, they literally have speakers from country, 
almost every country and yep. they speaking in English, but their but their dialect is so different and so and it's so varied. And yep, I know, I hear you. <laughs> they were just yes. trying to tell you about their favorite accent. you can tell you can tell me about your accent later okay I speak um yeah. I, yeah i know you do um he's uh, but i love i honestly love the archive because it is a wonderful place to to just sit and just listen to these people talk and and then you just practice it yourself and is it just, just idea uh it is dialectsarchive.com that's really cool dude i am in there you Absolutely. don't know what you just did that's so insomnia. Cool. I just don't sleep ever. Just do and it. Just have fun. Probably from like midnight to six a.m. I'm just gonna be listening to voices tonight. I think you should. Yeah. Well, honestly, yeah. first thing is I don't know how to spell, so that's great. Um, <laughs> but thank God for Google because I found it. Yay! There you go. See, for voices, I usually just take the approach of a fifty-fifty chance that I either nail it or it's just mm-hmm. completely off. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It, 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 I tend to have some pretty good success, you know, because it's either it's a, it's high highs and low lows. If it's a recurring character, you can kind of develop it over time, you know. Like right. For yeah. for, uh, for the podcast I've been working on, I've been working on my solid snake impression because you know it's a really good voice to have in your pocket. Um, <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a pretty good solid pretty good. snake. Yeah, it's not bad. But it took it took like an hour and a half of doing it nonstop until I could find the the right you know yeah. timbre. Yeah, it does you, take you a lot of You have to practice. play with it a lot. Yeah. Also, yeah, the, solid found... snake, the solid snake voice is the one that after you've been using it for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, then you start going, oh, God. What did <laughs> I just do? Much. Oh, oh I need my waters. So... I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> for you some know, reason. Another, another one that does that is, wow, stupid front, Herbertsons. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so good. That one will get you. That Christian, was awesome. Christian said, yeah. I'm going to stop him getting a nut, but in Gollum's voice. Oh, no! <laughs> no, no, stop. I'm going to nut. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. See, now, if we're talking about, oh. like, different, like, That's terrible. kind of, oh, like, God. iconic cartoon <laughs> or animation or things like that, I can do more of that. Like, you know, I can get into, you know, some things like that, like, like Kermit or some stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, really like it's wrong? just like, oh yeah, you know, sometimes um, you know, <laughs> if you want to play some games with friends and you just sit down and I, I get my paladin because that's who I like to play for the most part, and, you know, I just that's call amazing. him Kermit so no one can say it's me, and you know, I live my best life that way. <laughs> you know, like peace, peace. Can you say natural twenty, and I'm going to use divine smite, but in Kermit's voice? God. Oh, I do that all the time. I came up on this skeleton and I <laughs> rolled the dice and I hit a nat twenty, and oh, I made sure before I attacked, I I looked at the DM and I said, I'm gonna use divine smite, and I used it and killed it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's oh, fabulous! Yeah, yeah. Oh god, this is so good! Oh, this is. Now... And you want to know how? You want to know how I realized I could do that voice because of the? I don't know if any of you guys have seen them or remember them, but the old like Sargento cheese commercials. God, oh. yeah, yes. yes. He was like, "Oh, hi, my name's Scott, and I'm here for Sargento cheese." <laughs> like, oh, he sounds like Kurt. Your wife just showed up in chat and says, no, 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 not the Sargento man. <laughs> oh. 
she's mad because you know I, she knows at one of these days I'm gonna come up behind her and just be like, oh, you're so sexy. Mm. Let me get some kisses, baby. And she's just gonna bow. Queen, can you say no, 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 stop? I'm gonna nut, but I'm so gentle. Oh, no, 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 stop, stop, I'm gonna nut. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god! So oh, come on! <laughs> I have oh, lost crap. control! I have lost <laughs> all control! It's all over. <laughs> You've gone rogue. <laughs> I knew this was oh gonna happen god. with this group, though. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, you wanted a season finale, I mean. I know, I did! <laughs> I, I, what a hell of a way to go out with Bang, you know? Oh I have to say, do uh, the. The kids that I DM for, one of the things that they are constantly saying is like, "Oh my God, you do you do voices? I love the I love your voices because I every and every NPC I'm I'm they're they're encountering it's I'm alter I'm altering my pitch. I give them a silly silly accent. They're drunk. They're stiff. You know whatever have you. I just constantly have you know having fun with it. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> there's a lot you can do with um rate of speech yep. yes to to communicate a character it, yeah. rather you don't even have to necessarily change how you sound just the way you how many words you deliver per minute can oh, yeah. change a lot about how that goes to yeah definitely I... and then you know you just throw on the russian accent and everything <laughs> is better yeah. you know. what do you dance is always break dance <laughs> I, I am terrible but I'm afraid it don't come off right you know I take I go and fight men and I come home and I take you know anyone who break into home and I take his head and crush it like spheroid between my thighs it's right. fine you know <laughs> in mother uh... Russia the snow fights you <laughs> yeah, I. You do not shovel snow. The show, the snow shovels you. <laughs> this is how it works. No, you be real, man. You don't use shovel to shovel snow. You, you use, use beard, hands and you use beard. If you, know, <laughs> if you can't use hands and beard together to shovel snow, you are not you are real, man. Shoveling snow like man. <laughs> and then you go inside and you have your borscht. Tell me, exactly. brother, what is this dirty beer you speak of? We only drink vodka. <laughs> oh my god uh, it's it's going off the rails yeah I was i'm okay say, with I... it like i said accents are my favorite type of comedy <laughs> I literally uh, have, my eyes fun. are raw from wiping away tears so i am not upset <laughs> <laughs> i can't do voices so i usually will use a voice modulator but the last time i really used one i was doing i was playing a mouse folk and so oh no and I was like, I'm not doing that for three and a half hours. It's just not no, happening. Not, so, not, no. so, funny story about that is that's the one first time I played with Luna, and two, the first time I used voice modulator. Yes. Ah. Oh, yep. That's awesome. Yeah, we both used the same, not the same voice, obviously, but the same. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a mouse folk that sounded like a warforged, no. <laughs> Luna, yeah, that, mouse that was folk one of my voice, dreams. Can you say no, 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 stop? I'm going to <laughs> no, nope. <laughs> uh, I got you. But I, I will, you. I will say though. This morning, uh, I was streaming on my channel, and I've been playing. I've been playing through Mass Effect Legendary Edition, so I'm like in the mm. middle of oh, Mass Effect. Oh my god, Ooh. I love it. 
I love Mass Effect anyway, but um, I've been playing through Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and so I was doing something on Omega, and there's a club there called Afterlife, and just outside of the club, there's this guy who stands out there who's, like, basically begging the bouncer to let him in, and he's like, come on, Arya's waiting for me, and I was like, oh my god, I want to play a character that talks like that the entire time, oh my god, (laughs) let me inside, Arya's waiting for me. I should be inside by now. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I really want to do that. <laughs> but like that voice, but like delivering the like epic one-liner after finishing the lich in like yes. you know you're level fifteen, sixteen, <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh! Oh like my you're god. not gonna corrupt our souls, <laughs> right? Oh my god! We're like, just so totally. You say, yeah, you got to really go full Valley Girl with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it was funny because you're like not gonna corrupt our souls. You are not gonna corrupt our souls, okay? <laughs> um, that's the kind of stuff that I'm more comfortable with. I used to be on another channel, and there was a stream there that was a, um, it was a cyberpunk setting, and I Ooh. kept begging, like if one of the cast had to be out, I was like, "Can I please just come in and play for like one?" Like I already know what my character is like because she's like this super bouncy. Oh my god! And, and he was like, "No, you are not coming on the stream and doing that for three hours." <laughs> Fuck! I was like, "I'm gonna put wow, my hair up in a ponytail like- and chew gum," and oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, did you guys see how post-apocalyptic this is? My god, it's oh my just god. so dark. Have you guys ever watched the, the TV show on Netflix called Shit's Creek? No. I have. So I'm watching it for the first time ever, and I've fallen in love with Alexis, the daughter. Yes. Because she's very, like, you know, that affluence aloofness yeah. of just not necessarily uh... understanding people. But, like, one thing that I've been saying since starting the show that she says often is, like, Oh my god, I love that journey for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, or, or like vice versa, like I just don't think that's the right journey for me right now. Yeah. And <laughs> everything's I a journey. That. Yeah, everything's a journey. <laughs> I could just see that being like a D and D character. Like, oh, totally. You must go down into the dungeon and save my daughter. Oh my I, god, I love that journey for me right now. Yeah. Yes. I'm just not yes. sure that's the right quest sure, for me. I'm not sure that's the right journey for me right now. <laughs> now, here's an, here's an idea. Say you're a uh, cleric and you, you know, do like some kind of divine intervention or pray to your god and you're like, I need you in this time of need. Can you answer these questions? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> How can I help y'all? It's like, uh, a, I don't know why I'm making so many TV and film references, but that's like the movie Little Nicky when yeah. he dies and goes up to heaven and his mom's, uh, what, Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. And all the angels are just like the most ditzy, like, oh my god, you look so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's when I would, that's when I'd pull out my, my, I, so, uh, you know, uh, Back, personal backstory uh, in a different lifetime I worked as I was the person at the car dealership that was the Ken Goff you have a call holding on extension 4101 Ken Goff I love it, I love it. Talk dirty to me, yeah. and I'm oh, like boy. that would be the type of voice that I would pull out like for someone's deity <laughs> yeah yep. okay so you want me to do what for you today 
Um, I'm sorry, that's going to have to wait. I just don't have time to squeeze that in this morning. <laughs> Sounds like a fast food order person. I have an availability yeah. maybe on Tuesday, but I can squeeze like you, you in right between now. 12.40 and 12.50 on Thursday if that will work. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great voice for the Archon responsible for answering prayers. Yes. <laughs> like, not the deity yes. themselves, yes. but just the person who's stuck at the desk, like, dealing with intake. Yeah. <laughs> He's like he's on the switchboard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thank you for calling Paylor. Will you please hold? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry you've been holding for so long. He's taking lots of calls right now. He's a very popular god. <laughs> so true. I'm sorry. Oh. Can you can you hold for voicemail? <laughs> He'll call you back in the next 24 to 48 hours. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, you can expect uh, your divine intervention to show up next Wednesday between the hours of 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. <laughs> you have to be there to sign for it. But you have to be there to sign for it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Now, if you please hold, we'll have you answer one of our wonderful divine uh, intervention surveys. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to five five being the best how was your experience today zero <laughs> by, by torm's majesty how are you feeling <laughs> oh, oh my god. god holy crap wow that that was one of my favorite tangents I think we've ever gone on. We just talked about voices for like three hours. It was so good. I definitely just spit my iced tea out everywhere. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. This is now only the second time that's ever happened on this stream. So we did it. Guys. We did it. Oh my I'd gosh! Like to think David I was Telser, there for the first we... time, but I probably wasn't. <laughs> can we do a campaign where it's all the support staff to the DDs? I am in. Oh my Sign god! Me up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, please. That would be so Let good. Let me know. Oh my, oh my god! god. All, all of the all of the re all of the real troublemakers are middle management. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my god. The quest I swear is just that to get report. I, I swear I sent that report in to you. I sent it last Monday. I don't know what happened to it. It's in my outbox. See. <laughs> now, see, the problem is, is I'm looking at my email here and I don't see it. <laughs> All right, the meeting seems to be going poorly. Your pitch is not getting picked up by Paylor. I'd like to use lay on hands to repair this meeting. <laughs> I'm going to cast Expeditious Retreat to get the hell out of the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm, God. Just gonna, I'm just going to cast Featherfall and go out the window. I'm going to, I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to cast uh, Goodberry and leave snacks for everybody on the table. <laughs> Ooh, there you nice. go. I'm cast Damn it, Polymer. Diane, you didn't wait, bring wait, any donuts? Luna, but... oh, hold on, let me do Goodberry real quick. I got it. <laughs> That's so twisted, though, because Goodberry would fit into that, like, 80-hour work week mentality. It really would. Yeah. Yeah. If you just yeah. eat one berry and you're good for the day, they're like, what do you mean you need to take a lunch break? Yeah. You had a Goodberry at breakfast. Right. <laughs> I saw you eat that Goodberry in the break room. <laughs> Contains all the nutrition you need. Go to the bathroom? You had one Goodberry. Yeah. You really to need to do it. Yeah, I'd definitely be casting Polymorph and starting a new life as this guy. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. He looks pretty happy. I mean, he, he does. looks like he's having a good time. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Really it. does. Oh, oh my man. goodness! 
Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's so good. So what I'm thinking right now is we might, uh, I think we should take our break a little bit early and we can dive back in uh, with our next question because our next question, I guarantee is going to bring a lot of conversation. So, um, oh, no. Yeah, so... Uh, it, yeah, the it, ones before this have really just been so lacking. In- I know, <laughs> I know. Really? Can't wait to get a topic we can actually talk about. Have yes, we only had two questions? We've only had two <laughs> questions, <laughs> which is yeah. good because we've only gotten in, like, six. So... They must have been expecting to this to happen, yeah. Um, and uh, Listen, We don't need to ask a question. It's not going to get answered. They're still talking about the voice one. That's right. <laughs> I know, it's true. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, Let everybody get up, stretch their legs and all that good stuff. And we will see you after the break. Do you have an adventuring party to feed? Why not check out the delicious goodies from our friends at Critical Hit Cookies? All of their cookies are baked to order, then carefully packaged to ensure freshness before being sent directly to you. Shop for treats like the chocolate toffee espresso cookie, the ginger cookie, the chai tea blondie, or one of the sugar-free or gluten-free varieties. And you can get 10% off your order at criticalhitcookies.com. Use the code SHAREDEXP10 at checkout and try a new favorite today. All right, so the next question that we got uh, came from David Tilstra, who I think is driving right now. Um, oh, geez. <laughs> so yeah. he's, he's not, I, I guarantee he's at least not talking. He might be listening, so I don't know if he's listening or not. But okay. um, on the road, Tilstra. Yes, seriously. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, he would like to know, what is your first most memorable TTRPG moment? Oh. Mm. I gotta dig deep for that. Yeah, yeah. The most memorable, first most memorable, first most memorable, first. Oh, it's a tough one. Sweet sassafras. Um, it is a good one. I probably should have given really you the question one. before break, so we could have thought about it during the break. But yeah, I'm not that. It's the complete opposite of what everybody came here for. Uh, Just yeah. violence. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. I I think I think I got it. I think I I think All I right. can start. Okay. Okay, go for so, it. So, this actually dates back to before I remember what I was doing. Cuz like I said, I've been doing this since I was an inappropriately young age. My both my parents played D&D in college. Um and so my first experience was sitting at their table with their dungeon master. Um and so the first thing I remember is and again, I don't remember the character I was playing, but there was a statue with gems for eyes. And I decided that I was going to take the gems because, you know, I was five. <laughs> <laughs> and so I decided I'm going to take the gems. And so the DM's like, okay. And so I rolled the die, I think, and climbed up there and I got it out. And it turned out that the gem was diseased. So all of a sudden, my my character was dying of some terrible disease. And because in those days, you could mix and match character levels, right? Not everybody had to be the same level back in, like, first edition because there wasn't that big a power spread. So my first level character was hanging out with the the grown-ups, like, sixth or seventh level characters. So the next thing I remember is my uncle's character teleporting back to town so that my character wouldn't die. 
Wow. Wow. And that's my first D&D memory. Wow. There you go. That's that's really good. I I struggle to remember like my first TTRPG experience. So I guess it wasn't my first like truly memorable one, so it wouldn't apply. I think the furthest back I can remember was probably four years ago. This is fifth edition was already out. I'd already run a game or two. Uh, but I was a player, and I played a, a uh, College of Valor bard named Gnolf Renaliad. Uh, but nobody liked that name. It's a Norse name. I'm, I'm half Norse, half Venezuelan. So, you know, I was really going for that nice Viking. College of Valor is the Scald, which were like yeah. warrior poets mm-hmm. in that Viking mm-hmm. society. I was really leaning into it. And um, I introduced myself at the table. And everyone was like, that's too hard to remember. We're going to call you Oof. And everyone just called me Oof from session fucking one. Oh, Oh, no. It ended up leaning into the character because the character then, uh, you know, he was the bard. So he was the face of the party. And whenever we'd meet new people, uh, the first time it happened, uh, I was like, uh, my name's Oof. And we are the Snack Pack. One of our players' names was Snack. Um, <laughs> but I, and then I'd be like, I'm Oof, Slayer of Men, Taker of Women. But not in a creepy way. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, it, pr- it was probably, like, two sessions in that I did that intro to somebody. And I said, Slayer of Men, Taker of Women. And everyone else, without my prompting or anything, oh. finished Yes. But not in a creepy not way. A creepy That's way. awesome. That nice. was probably one of my first like truly memorable D and D moments. That is also, awesome. Oof and the Snack Pack has to be a new band name. Somebody needs to mm-hmm. write that down. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I guarantee you, somebody right now, in chat's already taken it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good. You went with band name. I did it for my X-rated fanfic, but you know, I mean, <laughs> sure. Or .tumblr.com is also a good option. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So you guys don't mind if I use that for my uh, OnlyFans, right? Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, get, in. yeah no. get in there. Here, <laughs> I'll, I'll rename right. my current live running OnlyFans to Oof, and then you rename yours to The Snack Pack, and then yes. we'll collab as Oof and The Snack Pack. Oh, yes. which is nice. totally possible. <laughs> already, already getting that up there. Yeah, and it's possible for us to collab because we live like 20 minutes from each other. Right, I got exactly. my camera. So- you know, I've got some good lighting set up. Let's let's get a, a good photo shoot going. If I don't you, see yeah. anything from you guys you in the next week, seriously. And he, <laughs> and, and Aaron's an avid follower of both. He he subscribes to okay. both of theirs. Seriously, so the, it, it it really I can't promise any time frame because it depends on how long it takes the post office to get my kitty pool and my speed. <laughs> oh right, okay. So <laughs> as soon, you know. And really, actually, about a good nine gallons of Thousand Island dressing. So right, okay. Uh, yeah, the grocery store it. actually banned me from buying chocolate pudding. So <laughs> I had to put on a disguise and switch up my my, my vibe. Right, you know, that's where the accent. No, I just in. put on a wig and that's they don't where the accents come in. That's where the accents come in. Exactly. Right, or voice modulator. Is the Thousand Island dressing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my good lad. I will care for uh, 2,000 pounds of chocolate pudding. <laughs> it's for a business arrangement. <laughs> there you go. I'm trying to... I, I think the, 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 the memory for me that I can, I can pinpoint as like my 
the the moment that sparked my interest in in TTRPGs, uh, Dungeons and Dragons specifically, I think I had to have been somewhere around. I want to say maybe maybe eight or nine years old or something like that. We were on a family vacation and we were visiting with some friends and they had uh, a couple of teenage boys and they, I, you, you could tell they, they didn't want to hang around with the, you know, the younger kids or whatever have you. But, you know, I, I followed them down into their basement. They had been setting up to play like second edition D and D. And I remember seeing the map laid out on their, on this on this table in the basement, I remember seeing the miniatures and the, and the character sheets and the dice, and I just and I remember asking what what this all was, and they said, "Well, it's like Dungeons and Dragons or whatever." And I just sat there and I watched them as they were they were they were planning out an adventure, and they were you know they were rolling dice, and they had a book open, and any time they put a book down that they weren't using, I snatched it, and I was and I just <laughs> opened it up, and I was just like, "Ooh, what is this? What is this?" And so I remember that moment as being like the thing that just went. I just I just started to consume that that information. And then some years down the road, a family friend of ours, she had some grown sons who had gone off to college and live whatever and she said, "I have a whole bunch of books at in games he doesn't use anymore. You want a Marin?" And I'm like, "Oh, sure, whatever." And she hands me this crate and it is full of wow. old school TTRPGs. I have I have tunnels and trolls. I have. Nice. Oh, I, have, I gotta put you in touch with someone. I know somebody I have, else who has a copy of that. I've got. <laughs> I've, got uh, I've got. No, I've got like champions back there. It is just. It's. It is a crate full of these old school. It is incredible. That is awesome, dude. It That's really nice. is. I and that. I mean, and 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 some of them are in original boxes too. It is fantastic. Wow. It is fantastic. Great. It really is. They're doing. Unfortunately, they're doing nothing right now. But it's just, just, to, and I, and literally, they're being I sat, sexy. They're being I, sexy. Is what yeah. doing. <laughs> yes, well, they are. They're looking goddamn good in those but, boxes. But again, I haven't, I haven't made their OnlyFans yet. So I mean, and that's, and that's where the real money's going to come in. If you need so. someone to collab with, <laughs> we'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> And I just I remember sitting there and opening each one and I would just I would just open the, the, the rule book and I'm just sitting there reading for hours and I would take the I would take the book and slap it onto the photocopier in my parents' office and make character sheets. Just like I'm just running off character sheet after character sheet and I just made tons of characters that I oh, never dude. got a chance to actually yes. play. <laughs> yes. I used to Ooh. fill notebooks with them. I just yes. sit down and roll yes. dice. Yes. Just just pages and pages and oh, pages. Yeah. I think so, I lost that notebook somewhere too. It's it's gone. I don't know what happened to it, but I still have the books. My first so exposure awesome. to, to TTRPGs was uh, three point five. Okay, and uh, I am the baby of four kids uh, mm-hmm. within five years. So my eldest brother is five years older than me, two sisters, wow. and then me. Um, and when I was a wee little lad, my brother <laughs> was not like wanting to be my best friend right you know right. as as he's like yeah 16 whatever he's just kind of bullies me but i remember him and his friends sitting down to play D 3.5 Ooh. and me listening and just sitting in the room while they play and i did a very similar thing like when they weren't using a book i was like flipping through it mm-hmm. and i remember 
I wanted to play and I wanted to play and probably like three months go by that I never got to touch this game. But then, lo and behold, they needed a healer. Oh, <laughs> of course they did. Of course they needed a cleric. Of course. <laughs> so I, I got to play 3.5 with them for a while. That's awesome. But I remember I'm flipping through the book and I saw as a class option, a necromancer. <laughs> I started gearing up that way. <laughs> when, I tried to, when I tried to finally flip that switch, my brother booted me from the game. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Wow. Amazing. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, my... you were still playing your part because a necromancer is just a cleric with terrible timing. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I can keep I can keep you running, baby. Forever. I love it. Just you just you just gotta if you die, if, you're still here. Breathe your last breath and then I'll step in. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> my my um my first exposure I, I have a relatively late exposure to TTRPGs. Uh really more of what kind of perked my interest in them was uh background in improv. Uh, all through high school, uh, college, and stuff like that. Uh, me, Goovy, Andy, David, we, and some other people. Uh, we've been on multiple teams together through the years and stuff like that. But right around high school, me and Goovy, uh, I remember both of us being like, you know, D&D, dang, that is like, you know, we're nerds, but like, you know, that's the next step. Let's take it, you know? Like, let's really get into it. <laughs> yeah, there, there, was no, there was no like, oh... D and D, that's nerdy. We were like, "That's the next step. Let's go, baby!" Dive in, like we're so excited. So, and we were so excited, in fact, that neither of us really had any idea what we were doing. But Goovy took the DM seat, and he was like, "Let's just do a one-on-one session." And I know some people have heard this story before, and I don't know if I've said it on Tales before, but I made a character named Butt Nipples the Stellar, who was a, a sorcerer. We got art of that, remember? Yeah, oh, we did get really? art of that. Oh my god. Yeah, we got art from You know, Patrick. as whimsical and, and funny as that name is, but honestly, it was such a just beautiful <laughs> moment of like, you know, we've done improv together for maybe a couple years at that point or something, and, but we were just like, let's figure this out. All right, let's sit down. So what this is d This was within like the first, I think, month of fifth edition's release so there was no DD beyond or yeah, anything was, like that yeah. I we were only, just going to dry I, I only owned the dungeon master's guide and so we were trying to look up what the spells did like oh, dance because there was like a there was like a shitty character generator <laughs> for for fifth edition that came yeah. out right as it launched and Christian like rolled one up and he was he was a sorcerer butt nipples the stellar, but he had all these spells that I had no idea what they did. Oh my god. So we tried looking it up, but that was boring. Uh so in the spirit of improv, we just kind of <laughs> rolled with it. And I remember oh so god. clearly he this had This is the when spell. I fell in love, when we just disregarded the rules. Completely. Yeah. But he had the spell dancing lights, and I didn't know what it did. Now, as we're all seasoned TTRPG players now, it creates orbs of light that cast a bright light out to 20, dim light out to 10, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. That's not what I said it did. I said it stunned <laughs> anybody that saw it. Uh, so he nice. starts ransacking this oh made-up city that I put him in. <laughs> and he's just... Because it's a cantrip. And, or I think I said it was a cantrip, but he's just casting it left and right, stunning everybody and killing. Them. Oh my gosh. 
it, it quickly Amazing. devolved. He had Tiamat swoop in and kill me. Just to <laughs> oh, jeez. Good move. It, yeah, it was great. Uh, but that was my first, like, real just, like, wow. So this is D&D, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's Incredible. awesome. You can see oh dancing lights being turned into something like a disco ball. Yeah. 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 If, if you had no prior knowledge and somebody says dancing lights, what right. it, I was like, I don't know, yeah. lights come out and dazzle them and they're stunned. Anyone who can see it's like, well, what the you They know, start dancing for a couple turns. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It's st- that still is the interpretation that makes the most sense to me after all these years. Like that's what I thought it did early on because that's what the name says <laughs> it, it does. It says dancing lights, right? Right. Like it's a. It, I, yeah, it's like a I'm totally la- laser like lights and like is what yeah. I thought dancing lights was. Oh, yeah, pretty much. There you go. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Makes sense to me. So for mine, mine isn't. Uh, I don't have a, a a long history with uh, TTRPGs. I actually started. I played my first. I was introduced to D anD D when I was in the army when I was actually deployed. Oh, and nice. uh, mm-hmm. so a friend of mine, he was like, "Come on, play D anD D." I was like, Psh, "I'm not a big nerd like that." <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, a couple months of being stuck out there bored as sin, I was like, "All right." Let's let's see what this is about. Sure, why not? And he was like, "You can play any one of these characters." And I was like, "All right, I want to punch. I want to punch people. I just want to hurt people." And he was like, "Cool, you can play a barbarian." I was like, "All right, cool. Let me see what. Oh, what is a Goliath?" <laughs> and so, my first character, I remember his name. It is Ulnok. He was a Goliath barbarian who uh, I, I determined this ahead of time. Who ate kobolds? Because I didn't know exactly what kobolds <laughs> were. Oh, so oh, no. we go into this. We're we're sitting here going in this party, and we enter this dungeon. And he's like, "All right, you go in." He's like reading from a module, and he's like, "All right, so you enter into the cave and are surrounded by." Oh no! Oh shit! <laughs> and I was like, we're like what? Surrounded by what? And he's like, kobolds, and I'm like. <laughs> My time is yeah. <laughs> it's an old so, eat buffet, and I'm just, hungry. And this was with uh, this was for uh, for, fourth edition. So, bar- Goliath barbarians were broken as fuck in fourth edition. <laughs> so, I remember I can't remember exactly how I had them set up, but damn near anything I did would add temp HP. Oh my god! Yeah. So I just, oh, I just wow. ran in there and I was like, they were like, okay, so how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? I was like, I run in, kick open the door, rip the door off, and slap a kobold. And then, like I'm rolling and doing it, and he's like, Jesus Christ! And I go in there, and they were like, all right, so now you're surrounded. And I was like, cool. I do a cleave, and I take out like. I it, it I have that feat where when you kill something you get to attack again. Oh god! Yeah. So oh. all these tiny little baby wee baby kobolds, and I'm just like cleave. Let me do it again. Cleave. Let me do it. <laughs> cleave. And I knock out like five of them, and I was like, "Can I do a bonus?" And he was like, "Uh, sure." And I was like, "I grab a kobold while staring into the eyes of the others, and I eat him." Oh and- god. <laughs> 
And he's just like, sweet Christ. Okay, well, uh, the combat is over now because nobody in this cave wants to fuck with you. And I was like, yay! I mean, yeah. My boy said hands on sight. Teeth on sight. That is awesome. That I, is... like, I think I like this game. I think I like this game. So. That is a, that is a great way to break into. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. With a bang. Yeah, I, they, I, I was I was hooked. I was hooked since then. That is so. Awesome. Yeah, that was that was that was my that was my buddy, my little my little starter boy. <laughs> what what was his name? Ulnock. Ulnock. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, the uh, devourer of kobolds. <laughs> my best the friend from high school cruncher. also still plays with his army buddies, so apparently it's uh, it's an epidemic. <laughs> you get stuck out there in the shit for fucking months. You know, mm. you, you start looking. You can only watch anime and porn for so long. <laughs> right. You gotta figure something else out. Why did you say and between those two words? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm you want to watch some like Rurouni Kenshin, and then sometimes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Uh. I'm going to just jump to the next question. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. said, I'm, I'm putting a stop on anime porn. Thank you. Oh, boy. Um, let's see. Uh, Roll for Chaos in chat has used the ask my question next. So we're going to jump ah. to his question. Oh. And uh, Ty would like to know if you had one event in any game you had played that you could change the outcome on differently. What would it be and why? Oh, that's a good one. It is a good one. Um, I can change. Oh, I know. Um, well, I mean, there's there's a lot, but I would say one of them was that um, I probably in the series finale of a certain show that will not be named, um, (laughs) probably not waste my last goddamn monkey paw wish to set the villain free, Ty. (laughs) (laughs) We we got to the last episode and I, you know, my character had uh, the quirk because uh, in his in his system, we were playing his system, Aether and Steamworks, and you get like these quirks, these little special oh. abilities. Mine was uh, Monkey Paw. So throughout the entirety of the game, I had three Monkey Paw wishes. And, you know, oh. the it's, the, it's the, to, the traditional where you make a wish. I want, you know, an ice cream cone. But it, you get your wish, but it's in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. So... I used the first, uh, I forgot, oh yeah, the first one I used to, like, save my friends because I was, I was playing a Gifted, which is like a, a, a really fucked up warlock. Like, yeah, it's, it's, you're playing a warlock, but your patron is trying to, to, to get your body ready to take over and kill you off so he can have a new body to live in again. So, a whole bunch of happiness, um, and it just so happened that my patron was my dear papa. So, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Character had hella daddy issues. Oh boy. Um, yeah. So, my first one is like we and he has in his game. Uh, you can push your abilities far past what they're supposed to do, 
and the only trade-off for that is you have to in like if you roll low enough it causes chaos so you can do some weird shit like you can make uh i'm trying to think like you have like a little fireball that you want to throw you can make it take out a city block with enough like you know pumping it up high enough but if you roll low then well i'll just use some shit to happen to me get turned into goddamn butterflies during a combat oh so that 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 was not great for me i'm like yeah let's fuck this guy up and then I'm floating around as butterflies for most of the combat, and I'm like, Ooh. God damn it! <laughs> um, so, nice. so I use the so long story. You know, we summon like we did chaos, and it says, okay, you have to summon the uh, strongest, excuse me, eternal around. And I was like, we were all like, who's the strongest eternal? And Ty's just staring at me, and I'm like, why are you staring at? Oh, <laughs> oh no. So, like, we summon my dad into the existence God. and he's like, fucking us up. So, I have to, I use one of uh, my wishes to get rid of him. The second one was to save our pets that got blown up. So, I, like, last second did that to save them for everyone because, you know, they were almost, I think they were loved more than we were, but it's fine because <laughs> they were amazing. And then the third one, I was like, what am I going to end this campaign with? huh what's another wish i could do and we had beat we we beat the bad guy the the bbeg and we he was gonna like he had a bunch of like uh aether energy in him and he was gonna detonate and i was like shit so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna grab him and i'm going to just absorb that energy into myself because at that point um with that class that gifted class it comes down to a showdown between you and your patron and if you win you become like this extremely powerful being because you absorb them into yourself and you become you almost ascend um but if you lose that deity take that 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 patron takes you over and you're dead they are now you and that's it what yikes what yeah, really cool. yes. it's, it's a high stakes that's thing. Picante. Yeah. Uh. yeah, and it's great because every level that you go up, you can choose between uh, like giving a little more of yourself to them or defying them. And of course, giving yourself a little more gives you a little extra perk, you know, here and there. Right. But towards the end, like when you go to fight them one on one, the more acceptance levels you have the stronger they are and the more defiance that you have the stronger you are against them so uh oh, yeah really it's cool. yeah it's I'm, crazy I'm sorry. I, Ty, it. Ty, you're let's take a minute let's take a minute Ty. oh it's fucking dope oh. dude <laughs> i have that been sold on characters. this system so dude, like, oh my god if you're interested ty will be running a game right here on this channel on the weekend of the the third he'll be here on the third in the middle of the day so you can check it out there <laughs> wow okay yeah so and also the the one shot that i said i was running the pokemon one shot will be using that system oh so, yeah nice. wait is that um, is that aether and steamworks yeah aether and steamworks. Yep. yeah we, yeah. we I got the one with 119 the same system yeah, yeah. yeah we played through that with him and it was Phenomenal. So good. Yeah, yeah, man. It's so fun. Yeah, Gave me I a chance to make like, my robo I was voice. Like, let me let me just absorb all this energy out this guy and I'll save us all. 
this guy was like, okay, well, you, you do that, and you go, and he's not dying anymore from being poisoned from too much Aether in him, so all of a sudden, he disappears. And I was like, what the fuck you mean he disappears? All right, well, I want to use my last monkey paw, and he's like, mm, you don't have it. I was like, what? How did he? What the fuck? No! <laughs> so he lived on because he uh like that connection when i was absorbing the uh aether from him connected us for a moment and he was able to just steal that from me i'm like you oh, son of a bitch damn yeah. wow. that's really good though yeah i was like damn it that is very oh, yeah, spicy that would be something i wish i could change ty <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if you're listening, Ty, but... Oh, he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> he's been commenting in chat. <laughs> yes, Ty's going to be running Dang. the 119 for us during our uh, our our Extra Life charity stream extravaganza the weekend of July 4th. So, uh, yeah, nice. so that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Very nice. Yeah. So, if there was a one time that I wish I could go back and change the outcome. It's actually when I was in the DM seat. Um, so before we, we launched from a far podcast, me and the boys took a very low and slow approach to, to podcasting as a whole. And uh, it all started with, I was just running a campaign for me, Christian, David and Andy. And uh, everybody was about to like move away and stuff to different places. And so we started playing this D&D campaign so we could keep in touch. Um, and it was Storm King's Thunder. Uh, I have no qualms running a pre-written module because I use it as very loose guidelines and kind of just do my own thing with mm -hmm. it. Um, yep. And uh, but we're we're a decent chunk of change through the campaign. We've had some very hilarious moments, some very poignant moments some very angry moments like in character uh one of my one of my proudest moments was after a session david was like i'm literally shaking right now as a human because my character is so angry at what happened i was like say more, say more. <laughs> <laughs> oh. anyways yeah, but i remember that <clears throat> there was a moment where i had taken a character from andy's backstory and Andy's backstory had built him up as just this, like, good of all goods. And I had put a little gray into him. And I think it was it was Nintendo. It was Christian's character. Uh, uh, Christian's actually over there on the stream. Oh, yeah. Um, he's above me on, on Discord. <laughs> but um, where this, ba this backstory character kills Christian. He used power word kill and, like, Christian was just dead. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, Christian's character was Nintendo because he was adopted by a plane hopper. So the, the bit was that he'd been to our plane, maybe. Ah. Um, all Christian's doing. Anyways, um, this backstory character kills Nintendo. And I thought it was going to be this, like, whoa moment. But it was more of a, like, wait. He's supposed to be, like, good of all goods. And I was like, ooh. And then, like, the next session after that, Nintendo does get revivified and everything, but we played it that he'd kind of gone on, like, in death, he'd spent many years in this, like, other plane place. And it was just received really poorly. 
And like, it kind of put a bad taste in everyone's mouth. It was a great learning mm. experience of like the pendulum between like lightheartedness and drama and yeah. like melodrama almost. Mm. Um, you know, when that pendulum goes too far, you have to pull it back. And I think we just let it go too far one way. But I just remember like I delivered that scene and I I would like written it up. I was so excited. I'd spent hours prepping for the session and it got received like poorly. And I was just like, Bah. <laughs> and then when you get pulled out from your your writer's seat on that, then you have the moment of like, yeah, there was a lot of other things I could have done that could have been cooler or better or more fun. Right. And I went with this one, and it sucked. Why did I do that? And I think it was it was yeah. a great learning moment, but I do wish I could have changed that outcome um, a little bit to have made it more enjoyable for the table at a, as a whole. Sure. <clears throat> Mine's a little bit simpler. We played an off-air game with Jared Jakovich, who uh, guested as Tuarok on our show a while back. But he just wanted to run a game for us, and me, David, and Gooby uh, got to play this one shot that he devised. Super fun. He ran it so well. But at the very end, Gooby's character died. And Gooby has a habit of making characters that either want to see or seem to want to die or just end up dying in some sacrificial moment or something. So we were all just like very eye rolly and everything. But it was actually due to like this legitimate story reason and everything. So we couldn't be mad. But I was like, it wasn't my choice. I did not sacrifice myself. It was, yeah. a, it was a plot line that before the session, like a week before, Jared messaged me, you have a slod tadpole in your chest. You know it takes about two weeks to gestate, and it's been about two weeks. Oh, yeah. So, so that started happening as I'm like, because I kind of like took the face of the party type thing. I was playing a bard, uh, College of Whispers, and uh, a kobold, actually. <laughs> and, um, don't need uh, him. Don't him. <laughs> but I was just like fully just like doing all these things like, oh, I got this. Like I'm, I'm working the system. I'm using all these, you know, bard tricks and magic stuff to make sure we can just get out of here clean. And then like the plan goes awry and like he falls out of this. What was it? The, the hole of the space hole. Thing. Uh, portable hole. Portable, portable hole. hole. My favorite magic item. <laughs> yeah. He like jumps out of it because otherwise he would keep spawning those uh, slogs and then kill the other guy that we were supposed to rescue in there. So it's just like, uh, it just became such a helpless moment where it's like, well, see you later. Like, yeah. we gotta, we gotta get out of here. We we're doing like a heist p- prison break thing. So it was like, we gotta go, man. Yeah. The whole, the whole MacGuffin was a person we had to rescue. And me and him are inside this portable hole together as. Jeez. The slot bursts out of my chest. Oh, and I it doesn't kill me, but I'm like sitting there basically at death's door. And I was like, okay, if I stay here, our whole MacGuffin person is going to die because they're both outside of this portable hole taking us away from this prison. So I just jumped. And I remember David getting like, are you serious? What? can i grab him can i like try to reach for him can i like drop down and pick him up out of the air and and jared was like no No." and like both david and christian were like why do you always fucking die and i was like it wasn't my choice this time i promise i didn't mean to do it it was so good but it was a good moment but also it was like damn we could have got away clean 
Could have been Danny Ocean. Ocean three. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually I, I have I have a question for everybody. All right. What is your preferred amount of players at the table, and what do you typically play with? Player, uh, player number wise, or just uh, or like, like number of players other than the DM. Uh, I my preferred amount is this. I, th- I my I feel like my sweet spot is somewhere between three and four, or three and five, really. Um, I think with it with a, like a maximum of five players, at least for me, I can still maintain a a reasonable amount of of uh, you know tension and role play and yeah. balance between get allowing everybody to kind of have their moment, sort of thing. Um, for a long time, I really only DM'd or GM'd for two or three. It was just mm, it was yeah. very small, intimate groups, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have done uh, as many as 10 at a table, and it is a nightmare. So at one point, I ran D&D as a fundraiser for a youth group that I was part of, um, which the adults did not like. But it made buku bucks because I knew a bunch of people who wanted to play D&D, and they were all willing to chip in 10 bucks. And so we made some pretty decent cash as a youth group for a bit there. But it meant that I was sometimes running one and a half tables of 10 people just trying to make sure they had a good time. That was crazy. I prefer four. (laughs) Like, like you said, three to five is, is perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've, I've gotten so used to just doing the podcast. It's like, there's three players, one DM, everyone. And, and there's so much trust and vulnerability already at the table between us that it just, it makes it easy to, uh, with like just passing the baton off, like between scenes or something and knowing when to step in, knowing when to step out and stuff. Right. Um, When it gets to be that many people, it's like just the allotted amount of time you have. It's like, not everyone can have a moment to shine. Cause right. Yeah. Otherwise like that would just literally be an all day thing. Mm. Yeah, and like as much as I'd love to say I could play TTRPGs all day long, past the four hour mark, people start dropping. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you just can't be as in it anymore. It takes so much energy just mentally. It does, yeah. And especially when you're recording or streaming it or something like that, oh, you yeah. have that on That's, top you of be it. On. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's a different vibe. It really is. Definitely a different vibe. Yeah. Um, I know for me, there's a lot of times that I'll say like, man, if we weren't streaming, like if we were just podcasting this and just recording it, like, it's funny how, like when you're stream it, like just podcasting it is like a step, you know, towards like, oh, it's so much Relax. easier to just, yeah, it's so much more light. You don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. And nobody cares if you're wearing a sweatshirt and your hair's all messy and, Um, you know, that sort of thing. And then, or, you know, and then if you're podcasting, it's like, man, offline games are so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. It's just that level of preparation and that on, like you said that. It's funny because like, it's, it's very true. And like me and the boys have even said like, we should play offline more often. And I think in the course of From Afar podcast, we have only played offline, I think, three times, Christian? Yeah, yeah not very often. And it's like, we know that, like, oh, that would be such a breath of fresh air for a little bit, you know? We love making the podcast, but it is work in its own right, 
Yeah. And it's like so, getting on a stage, you know, it's, you're, you're yeah. getting up there and you're, you're performing. Yeah. So, so we've been... like, we know we're aware of the fact that like, Oh, running an off air game, would be a nice refresher, kind of like, loosen us up a little bit, relax us. But then there's like, well, with the schedule we have, yeah, right. we kind of have to play the recorded game and the off-air games happen three times now in over two years of us yeah. playing. Yeah, I haven't played yeah, an, off, an offline game. Well, and when I say offline, I'm talking like sitting at a physical table with a group of people. <clears throat> um, I haven't done that since 2019, like, at, like pre-pandemic. Wow. And that was just yeah. because... Um, you know, like life just got in the way, you know, yeah. I had a group, we were playing regularly and then it just became like a, oh guys, I can't meet this week because life is, you know, is messing with my schedule. And then the next week, uh, another person, oh guys, I can't meet this week. And it was a really small group. It was one DM and three players. So if somebody can't be there, it's like, You're done. why, why, you know, there's nobody else. And two of the people in the group were married. So it's like if one of them can't make it, oh, yeah. both of them are not Dodger, going to show right, up. Yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do. I really I really miss that. I've done a couple of games um like you know, just via Discord, not streamed, not podcasted. And it's it's again, it's fun. I like doing it. It's just not the same, you know? Like mm-hmm. I just miss there's, rolling my dice. <laughs> there's a different there's a different vibe playing and even offline, but playing a game via Discord and at a distance versus sitting around a table together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a beautiful, magical thing that we have so much technology that allows us to keep these games going. I mean, from afar, literally started because we we're going to be at a distance. We knew this was going to be online primarily. Mm-hmm. But the difference between those first few sessions that we played together in person all around the same table... At my brother's house, Christian, if you remember. Yeah. Uh, versus at first, David just Skyping in with us recording with one mic. It was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> uh, but, like, it changed it. And then once, you know, Andy went to Chicago and me and Christian went to different parts of California and we're all in these different places, you know, there you, of course, there's still the same love and energy, but there's just a different ability to play off of each other in that real-time space Mm -hmm. yeah there's a certain quickness that's lost in like body language being able to convey like things and stuff and yeah all that but uh honestly yeah oh Oh, sorry please go for it no 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 i was just gonna say uh so in regards to that question um is it just referring to like from the from a DM's uh, point of view, or as a player as well, I think both. I think both. As you yeah. know, as a DM, you know, I don't. God no, not not a ten man. No, <laughs> no, I no. could not. I am I mean, that is too much for me. Um, now, uh, from a player, I I wouldn't want to be in too big of a group because i mean i'm thinking maybe you know five is decent five is probably the limit of where i'd go because you know as you guys have said already you know everybody needs some time to shine and Mm -hmm. if you've got too many people that's getting overlooked period yep absolutely um 
and then you know from a dm uh from a dm's point of view you know there are some people that that love playing games with like seven ten people by all means more power to you if yeah. you can ha- if you can rock that awesome but mm-hmm. i personally know i mean i i can do four i'm not even sure if i can handle five maybe maybe possibly mm-hmm. but yeah if, if if it's yeah i i, I just don't i don't want to leave somebody you know i don't want to look somebody over and, right you yeah, know somebody's yeah, sure. trying to to enjoy their time playing with us and whatnot and then i forget about them because there's just too many you know i, I don't want to put someone through that and give and, them a bad experience in, so. in the dmc primarily uh my favorite way to flavor it is that you are setting the stage for your actors to shine mm-hmm. but as mm-hmm. a player as well it, it's a it's a common improv thing that everyone at the table is a supporting actor you're trying to make everybody else look good and if everyone's mm-hmm. trying to make everyone else look good we all look great right <laughs> oh dear no, but it's... <laughs> don't die on me don't guys no <laughs> So as him, you know, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, as he's coughing, that's when one of us come in to uh, right. take the scene because he's helping, yes, bringing exactly. us in through that. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to say great one. offer. Great offer. When there's too many people in the scene, you can't make everybody shine. Yeah. Right. Yep. As the DM, you can't do it, yeah. and as a player, you can't pass the baton off to more than like four people i feel right. like mm-hmm. it, I, was... I mean it's it's an it's like an improv yeah once you have six players in a scene yeah. that scene's not gonna be the best shit you've ever done like <laughs> right right because mm-hmm. it, it's an important on. thing to know when to exit and once you have six people seven people coming into the frame of the game it's like, do I exit now? I kind of was still delivering some right. important stuff that I think would add, but I don't know. I just think it gets a little cloudy. Yeah. For for a for a period of time, I was I had uh, I jumped into a an already existing gaming group. I had been invited to to join, but prior to me joining, including the DM, there were seven. So when I wow. when I jumped in, it made it it made it an eight. Eight play eight group, so seven players, one DM, and wow. let me tell you, it was it's very not only hard coming in as a as somebody who is outside of the group anyway, you know, is already an existing group, but but coming in and then attempting to share the scene with with all these other people, like like you said, Goodval, it's very hard to give and take in that. Yeah in that scenario because it's, you know, somebody wants to, well, somebody wants to have the spotlight here. Well, this other person wants to have the spotlight and it's, so you just, so being, being coming from that improv, improv background, you end up pushing yourself into the background more and then, and then not taking those opportunities to try and, you know, develop more with that, you know? Yeah. So, and, and uh, I, I do think there is something to be said, though, with like traditional medieval fantasy TTRPGs having that limitation mm-hmm. versus some more uh, off brand like there. There's a, a very 
small time, I guess you'd say, a TTRPG called Dead of Night, where basically mm. you're running a horror movie. Oh, sure. So it's it's like everyone at the table is themselves. Uh, they can stat themselves up. It, it's a very like free-floating sort of system. Mm. But that one actually thrives with a little, like I'd say five to seven. Oh, sure. Because the more players, the more horror moments that you can actually oh. interject. Um, where, like, you know, if you had three players for, for this horror movie and all these spooky moments are happening to the same three players, it's going to start to get a little old, right? Right. Yeah. But when you yeah, have yeah. five to seven, then you're starting to be able to, like, drop this in here. Does the player even mention that they saw this? No, they don't. Right. So they're having this all to uh, themselves. Yeah. Now we're over here and doing something over here. Um, it, it's a phenomenal system because it's very like simple. The rules are built to be very much guidelines. I I used to have a, a, a TTRPG group that we'd do it every like Halloween. Oh, and nice. We did like a Wendigo. We did like um, uh, the the what. The like ballerina girl from Cabin in the Woods, the one whose face is just like a bunch of teeth. It's horrible. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and you know, we did all kinds of different uh, scenarios, but like that one does shine with a couple more players because mm. it's it's yourselves. You're not playing necessarily into another character. You're being yourself in a horror scenario. Um, right. It's and almost approaching so I, more like a party game than an RPG. It's somewhere right, in between. Yeah. Kind of. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So I, I do think it is something to the more traditional like medieval fantasy or like sci-fi that gets limited by that mm -hmm. amount of players. Um, where something a little bit more off-brand can have a little bit more fun with more. But Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Context, baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby. And uh, just to circle back to the original question, which was, what would you change in a game? Oh, I'd right, like yeah. To go oh, back, yeah. I'd, I'd like to go back and revise every game I ran between the ages of 12 and 14. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> what kind of a DM were you? Oh, it was... I, I, I wasn't, like, a really terrible DM, but at least... Uh, if there's anybody in chat, don't at me. But <laughs> it was all very awkward. Well, because I got like three years of training and then my DM moved away and then we all turned into preteens and we found the books and we were like, hey, we should play D&D. What a person is going to be the dungeon master. <laughs> you are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, I've been I have I've literally been racking my brain to try and come up with something here because in in all honesty a lot of the a lot of the moments that I I can bring to mind work thematically and so it's like I wouldn't want to adjust any of those. Yeah. And even failures are like great. It, exactly. It's yeah. it's like it's like I don't I mean even on both sides, even as a DM or GM and as a player, there's moments where I would like, yeah, maybe I would have wanted to change it, but it led to such a great story moment that, and it, and it really informed the rest of how the campaign went that I wouldn't want to change it, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and then I think back to when I was running a game for two of my friends 
uh, was running in nominee. I don't know if anybody is familiar with in nominee. I am familiar with that. Thank yes. you. Thank you. <laughs> TRPG I haven't heard of. It is a yeah, TTRPG. It, yeah. it, it, it is basically the TTRPG of the war between heaven and hell. Yes. And you, you can play either a demon or an angel or a human. And it is it is yeah. a, think of it essentially as very much a cold war between the powers of of creation and destruction. That's it so is cool. It is, is truly cool. It is Super truly cool. it is truly a wonderful TTRPG. You only use three d six for for every single roll, yep. and wow. and there are no classes. You build yeah. your you build your character to whatever sort of specifics you want to and and every and every race of angel or demon has a specific thing that they can do and it's it's it is really it, it is a very good game for cool. for um for espionage and for political things and for uh trying to uh you're attempting to go about doing this thing without drawing the attention of humanity, basically, and that is wow. that is where that is yeah. where it That's gets cool. and and so, like, so you 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 want to do something big to hurt the other side, but how big can you go because exactly. you're not trying to let the yeah. the, the humans mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Wow. I recall reading so cool. it. It was kind of like the love child between GURPS and Vampire. It was. Like, it really yeah. was. I was about to say, yeah. it sounds a little bit like Vampire the Masquerade. Well, and, yeah. and Steve Jackson Games, the people who published it, also made GURPS. So, right, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so... I'm so this to... one particular session I was running for them, I'm trying to I was trying to get across the idea that they're trying to find a particular person, somebody who is no longer a celestial. Part of their essentially part of their celestial nature was shattered and and forced into an object of some kind. But the way I was giving them information was kind of leading them into an alternate direction, and I didn't mean for that to happen. And so then they suddenly decided they needed to go to France. Yeah. And so I said, great. So that's where we're going to end tonight. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Give me a and, second and to I, look up some maps for France. I, and now I, need to, yeah. now I need to figure out how to get you to France and then how to get you out of France <laughs> because right. that's not where I want you to go. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> It, it, I mean, it ended up making for some very funny story moments, but it in the thinking back, it's like I probably could have presented that information a little, little easier, you know. But yeah, I, live and learn, just, right? Yeah, right exactly. yeah, yeah. It's like with mine; like you wish you could have done it differently, but at the yeah. same time, you learned from doing it. The I way did, that yeah, you did. right, right. All right. Well, we are going to take this one last question because there's a reason for it. Um, okay. We have hit the end of our evening, uh, but oh, Jim the Dim has her. snuck in and asked my question next, and it and it combines with our outro. So, oh, so the question is: You have three seconds to grab a TTRPG accessory within reach. Tell the story of it with your outro. <laughs> so TTRPG accessory, you got it. All right. So uh wow. Kyellen, you've already got one, so we're gonna start with you. Tell us who you okay. are and give us the story of the item that you grabbed. <laughs> okay, so uh I am Kyellen. I am now creating music for tabletop RPGs, both uh zero cost and royalty free. Uh you can follow me on Twitter at Kyellen. 
and uh, you can find me on Kofi and Patreon, also Kyellen. Uh, all the stuff is free to download on Kofi, so if you want to download stuff, that's where to go. And this is, if you can see it here, this is an unpainted miniature. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason that I have this here is because it is to remind me that there is a box full of 150 of these <laughs> from the original Reaper Bones Kickstarter that I still have not painted. So, um, because I backed it at the full amount and they just kept adding, it was supposed to be like 50, and then they just kept adding more and more stretch goals. And by the time I got the box, I've got furniture, I've got uh, sci-fi <laughs> marines. It was supposed to be fantasy minis. Um, so this guy is my reminder that I still have like a hundred of them left. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. All right, uh, Aaron, we'll go to you next. All right. Uh, again, my name is Aaron Littlefield. I am a uh, TTRPG player and a DM for a group of preteens. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ShadyGod13. You can find my improv troupe at uh, Facebook.com slash uh, off-brand uh, 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 OBI comedy troupe. And you can find us on Instagram as well at OBI underscore comedy. And the thing I am holding in my hands is a D20 mug. Yes! Ooh, and it. it is it is currently holding so many D6s that I can't even I can't even comprehend them. This was this was sent to me by a, a very, very close friend of mine because he and I both share in tons of tons of nerdiness. And uh, it is it, I at one time I used to actually drink tea out of it. Um <laughs> But I uh, I don't anymore. It just stores my dice. Unfortunately, the lid for it fell and uh, broke into a couple of pieces. So I will because it actually makes almost a full D full D twenty. Oh, cool. But Ooh, um, nice. I gotta I gotta glue it back together. But there we go. There it is. Awesome. There it is. Uh, all right, uh, Gooby. <laughs> Wait, Luna, skip me. I have to actually grab mine. Okay, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the heat. All right, so. Uh, oh, uh, I'll do my thing. Hi, I'm Christian Spinella. I play Kippa on From Afar Podcast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pokey Spinella uh, or just follow at From Afar, honestly. That would be would be the best thing to do. Uh, check us out if you want. Uh, anyways, my thing is Pugmire. It's oh, a, uh, yeah! Fantastic it little indie sort of uh, developed uh, TTRPG that basically just uses 5e rules set but it's a fantasy world where everyone is anthropomorphic dog people <laughs> and there's like also like cat people and different things but there's like lore in the whole world and everything and like your classes like, are like the like main what lore breed and you are what like yeah the main lore is that they're all trying to follow the law of being a good boy yeah <laughs> it's so great that's incredible like it's got like art like this. Oh god, it's oh, so wow. good. I love it. It's so adorable. It's so great. It's okay, so, so my question so, is when are you running a one shot that yep. we're all gonna play as uh, a <laughs> yeah, seriously? Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well Just the let funny me story, know. the amazing story behind it was we were visiting Andy in Chicago while he was going to school up there and we go into a random comic book shop and like I see that and I'm like, that's dope as hell. Dude helping out, running the counter, comes over. He's like, oh, yeah, I did the art for that. And we're like, what? He's like, yeah. What? Yeah, like, oh, the, most of the art in that is me. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
awesome. So I'm going to buy this now. Can you sign it, please? And <laughs> yeah. then he did. And nice. it was awesome. We were like so psyched. We're like, can't wait to play this. Uh, we put it in Andy's backpack. We get on a bus. And then Andy leaves his backpack on a bus. Oh, and, no. Uh, we spend we, the next like four hours trying to find the same bus to yeah. find the backpack. And somebody oh. definitely took it off the bus. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's like, in the thought, we're just like, you know, you got Pugmire, whoever you are that took that backpack. <laughs> Signed copy. Like, oh, like are you really that psyched about this, yeah, like, was, like, very obscure in RPG? It. I think he had a charger. Yeah. Pugmire, Luckily, like, no, oh. like, laptop or anything. But oh, my was, gosh. Was, now it's a fun story. And we got another yeah. copy so we play. There you go. All right, Goovy, back to you. All right. Well... Mine is this lovely little dice bag that I actually got from you, Luna, when I won a set of dice from you. You did. Uh. However, this dice bag does not hold dice anymore. It holds marbles. Oh! Oh, God. Wait, this is great. Me and the From Afar podcast boys. I didn't know that bag came from Luna. It came from Luna, yeah. Oh, thank you. um, Okay. Uh, me and the From Afar podcast boys and some of our, our longtime friends are very avid Super Smash Brothers players. <laughs> oh. We will literally play for hours at a time. There, When Smash 4 came out, we all took work off and played for like three days straight where you would just fall asleep whenever you fell asleep. People would keep playing. You'd wake up and you'd come back in. Wow. We play Smash. <clears throat> Anyways, when we are about to be done playing Smash, no matter who's won the most games, we'll say... Let's have one for all the marbles. And this has oh. been going on for this has been going as on long as we've been playing together. Yeah, literally like eight, nine years. And whoever wins that game has the bragging rights for that session of Smash. And then one day we decided to actually buy marbles <laughs> and we put them in Luna's dice bag. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and now whoever actually wins takes home the trophy of all the marbles. I currently have them. Uh, that makes me super happy, actually. That's <laughs> not for long. I love it. But uh, all that to be said, I'm Goodval Max, and you can find me at Goodval Talks on Twitter. I'm part of From Afar Podcast, at From Afar Podcast on Twitter. I play Seagheart Nozigar. I'm also heading out our, our Twitch stream, which will be launching soon, and we hope you guys can check it out. Thank you so much. What? Uh, all right, bees. Ass. Okay. <laughs> God, what a good callback. So good. Well, I will uh, also go with something uh, near and dear to this channel. Remember this, Luna? I do remember that. Yes, it. it is. Uh, it is a dice, uh, like a dice tracing. Ooh, oh, nice. Ooh, yeah, nice. and it's magnetic nice. because look, well, bam. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. So yes, I won that here on this channel. He sure did. And so the dice inside. Here's another thing. The dice inside, I bought those uh towards uh, I, one of the first games that I ever like actually uh played online with a group of people was uh <clears throat> with my buddy Tyne and uh Kellamall and some other people that I actually 
still the luckiest man in the world because I found these people on Reddit. I just put something on Reddit, say, hey, who wants to play D&D online? And wow. I was like, it's wow. like it's like asking to meet up with people on the Craigslist. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm going to get stabbed. So, <laughs> and my God, there were some crazy people, some people that I was like, oh, I'm going to have to change all my email stuff because this person can never contact me again but uh you know fate intervened and the two people that we ended up with um phoebe and milk they were the most amazing people to play with and i love them to death um so when i was playing in a game um they they kept they didn't really stream much and I was like, uh, I was like, man, I, I really want to. Uh, this is this is before I did any voice acting, before I did anything. I was like, I want to, I want to do stuff, want to do more. Like I was listening to Critical Role, and I was like, man, ah. So, I was approached by Ty, and he said, hey, I'm starting this game up, Dragons of Rulo, um, on my system. I want to know, you know, we've played a one shot with you before, which is the one that I played with Luna. And it, um, and they were like, we love playing with you. We want to get you on this show. And I was like, ooh, like like a show. Ooh, okay, okay. You know, fancy. <laughs> we fancy. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, so when does it start? And he was like, oh, we're going to start on this date. And I was like, okay, so I told the original group, all right, guys, I'm going to be uh, leaving to do this streaming thing because when I do that, I'm going to start pushing forward voice acting and trying to make something out of it. So, and they were like, oh, we're going to miss you. Oh, no. And it was just a real tearful thing. So I don't know where he is. He's somewhere, I think he's on the fridge so he doesn't get destroyed because kids are terrible. Um, <laughs> but. I was I was at work and I was on lunch break and I just so happened to stop by a uh <clears throat> in a in a plaza and that plaza had a uh uh like a comic book shop in it and they had dice and stuff. So to commemorate my uh character with them, one of them, like the first character I started with those guys, I bought a small goblin rogue. His name was Rakanishu. Ooh. And uh, he, oh, he was name. amazing. So I got that and then I got the dice uh, because they were gorgeous. And I bought them um, the same day to, to commemorate my, my second character, the um, Gith Zerai. Because the Gith Yankee are the like, they're the bad ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a gift there, I yeah. Uh, which this is all tying in because <laughs> the my 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 gift character, his name was um, Jesus, Mother of Christ. I can't remember now. Wait, wait, wait. That's a weird name. Yeah, yeah. It's, Jesus, uh, Mother of Christ. You know, <laughs> <at your service. laughs> yeah. Um, damn. What was uh, sweet Jesus? What was that? The Oh my god, my brain! Because now I'm I'm putting myself on on uh, uh on the spot, so now I'm forgetting everything. Um, oh Jesus Christ! Anyway, the name of that character is what I used as the uh, Malekna Krizak. There, that's his name. <laughs> wow. I understand why you're having trouble remembering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, 
I use Malekna as the name for my character I played with Ty with, just you know, oh, as an as a, as an homage to them to let them know I'm still thinking about them. Aww. So these two items here hold a lot of memories from me oh, for yeah. a lot that's of the people. You're right, that it I did all tie in. And, yeah. That's awesome. So <laughs> that's, that's my item. And hi guys. I'm Big B, again, <laughs> variety streamer, voice actor, often forgetter of things, um, and some other stuff that I said at the beginning that I don't remember. So yeah. <laughs> uh, feel free to check me out. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out a new uh, follow me on Twitter because I, I often either in my Discord or on Twitter will put out my schedule for what I'm going to stream here and there. Um I do have uh, somewhat like as soon as I finish running this, uh, as soon as I finish writing the Pokemon one shot, I'm going to start contacting people and go through a whole circuit. Like I want to run it a bunch of times. So oh, just let yeah, you dude. all know, you all will be getting, I will be sliding into them DMs. Nice. So get ready. Slide on in, baby. Um, you got to do that. Only slide, slide baby. Right. No, I think I'm actually for you two. I'm just gonna go over to your house and let you know. Yeah, you'll time. just show up uh, in, yeah. my, in so my in my room. Let's play. So, Big B's. I didn't give you my address. How did you get here? <laughs> Google is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, shh, shh, shh. All right. Um, um, and yeah, that's that's all I got going on right now. Awesome. So, well. Thank you all so much for coming on and hanging out. This has been so much fun. You guys have been such a fun group. And uh, thank you, Luna. I, thank you, thank Luna. You, Luna. I this was a really fun you. time. It really it's was. So it really was. I cried oh, so much. <laughs> oh my god. Um, here is my item. I actually have two because they're both within arm's reach. Uh, this is my. I'm only covering these because I don't want them to fall. Uh, this <laughs> is my wooden dice vault from uh, Arcane Spec or not dice vault. Uh, spell tracker from Arcane Spectacles, and. Nice. Uh, that is very special, both because uh, they partner with our channel. And um, so if you go to their store at arcanespectacles.com and use the code shared EXP, you can get 10% off your order. But also because I was the second backer on their Kickstarter to get that. So, oh, nice. <laughs> so I was super OG. excited. So the dice I ordered to go with it. Um, and then uh, alongside of it, this is the rest of the set of dice in their wooden dice vault. Ooh, um, very nice. That I ordered specifically to match the wood because, you know, I had to do that. So that was the thing I needed in my life well yeah <laughs> um so also also uh like i said this has been uh, uh tales from the tavern i almost forgot the name of my own stream um <laughs> And uh, and this has been great. We're usually here every Sunday night. We are taking the next two weeks off um, so that I can regroup and uh, devote some time to planning what is coming up in a couple of weeks, which is our Extra Life charity stream fundraiser extravaganza. I don't know, some other words, too. And um, spectacular, yeah, spectacular, fun time, lots of TTRPG stuff between Bonanza. Friday, uh, July 2nd, and Sunday, July 4th. We have 24 hours of scheduled TTRPG content. So, wow. starting Friday night, there will be a stream, a 5e stream with a bunch of with me and a uh, Amanda, Amanda, and then a few other um, guests. And we are going to be doing a uh, third, no, 12th level 
all cleric campaign called the Amen. Oh my god! Yes, yes, yes. And then uh, let's see. Saturday will be all TTRPG content all day. We're starting off the day um, with uh, Brianna Jean uh, running a show, basically like a coffee and TTRPG Q and A with a bunch of other um, creators, oh, kind of similar to this. And then um, we've got Ty running the one nineteen. For Ooh, a group of people, which is super exciting. And then we have Star Shinobi coming on with a group uh, to do another 5e campaign. I'll kick Heck ass. Yeah. yeah. And then Sunday, um, we have uh, uh, our Star Wars campaign um, DM uh, Atomic Zero is going to be doing a like a fun little like two pager like we're trying to decide right now if it's going to be like honey honey heist or crash pandas or something fun <laughs> like that and uh, and then we will be rounding it out with a tales from the tavern uh, where all of our guests will have been people who participated over the course of the weekend so we have oh, a nice. very awesome. big goal of trying to raise a thousand dollars for extra life over the course of that weekend so if you are free I and around we would love to see you stop by. Um, but in the meantime, you can catch our Tuesday night streams, uh, our Star Wars stream at 8 p.m. Eastern, um, or you can catch our Wednesday night stream, which is Fifty Shades of Crimson, also at 8 p.m. Eastern. So hopefully you will catch us at some point. We are going to go uh, spread a raid to our good friends Lionhead Gaming. Um, some of you may know Lion if you've watched our Star Wars campaign. He plays Harvey, uh, the assassin droid. <laughs> and uh and we we are uh gonna go over and say hi to them they are playing some 5e tonight so we hope you all have a lovely evening and thanks so much for coming by have a great night good night everybody thank you everyone good night bye. everyone we hope you enjoyed this episode of tales from the tavern if you ever have a question you'd like our group to answer or would like us to add something to the podcast conversation, feel free to reach out to us at anchor.fm forward slash tavern tales or look us up on Twitter at shared exp RPG. You just may hear it answered or even included on the podcast. Thanks so much. Don't forget to release a water elemental.